Hello, welcome to another episode of Andrew's Philosocast. Um, we're just doing a series here, just on just sort of kind of general career interviews for you to to listen in and um, give you a bit of a flavour for what what people do and what their average day is. Um, just because we feel that a lot of uh, a lot of students, particularly in year eleven and, and six form, perhaps um, have missed out because of this this carry on that's going on. Um, that my friend and the um, the person you're going to hear from today aptly described as us living in interesting times earlier on. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to my friend, uh, Kirk Bridgewood. Kirk, uh, what do you do for a living? Oh, hi there. Uh, yeah, I'm um, general manager at the moment uh, for uh, an environmental laboratory. So we um, essentially were testing soils and waters for environmental purposes, but um, my responsibility really is for the, for the whole business and so making sure uh, financially it's secure, uh, that we've got the right people, um, looking at the strategy for the business, um, making sure that uh, you know we're compliant with all the regulations and all that kind of thing. So very much a, an overarching position, really. Um, that's quite a, quite, quite a broad-ranging job, uh, but equally quite a lot of responsibility. Uh, managing up in terms of people in the senior, the board level, uh, and then obviously managing people below in terms of the managers and the, the guys that report to the business. So around about 110 people. Incredible. Uh, uh, it sounds really yeah. interesting, Kirk. What what would you say in uh, like a, a a typical day would be would be like for you um, when you're doing that? Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's there's sort of spikes of, of certain different activities. So certain times of the year, we'll be doing budgets and uh, strategy. Uh, but in terms of the daily management, it's um, you know keeping keeping appraised of what the managers are doing. So update on the operations, make sure that the lab's operating as it should. Um, I get some, uh, you know, health and safety issues quite a lot, and make sure that we're doing the right thing, managing all the risks and hazards around the business. Um, so I do you know, operations meetings um, at least once a day. Uh, get all the updates from the managers. Um, I'll be interacting with my line manager in terms of the divisional director and reporting up to him about what's going on. Um, I tend to do quite a lot of um, the, the the bulk of my job in terms of. Every week, I've got to report on the, the state of the business, so um, health and safety, finance, marketing, sales, etc. Uh, so really, it's about gathering that information throughout the course of the week and reporting and make sure that we're staying on track with our, our um, KPIs, our performance indicators, yeah. our strategy, etc. Um, I would say the biggest part of it really is managing people in terms of managing the individual man- you know, the managers that I have reporting direct. To yeah. Um, so making sure they're they're on track with what they're doing, um, and making sure that they're paying up people doing what they're doing and not not getting to the challenges really. Sounds really interesting, Kirk. Thank you very much for that. Just um, moving on from that, um, yeah. if you, if you were your boss <laughs> and you were looking to imp- <laughs> and look at you were looking to employ someone to do your role, what sort of qualities would you be looking for uh, in in someone who does your job? Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's difficult, really, because I mean, I've, I've come from a very technical background, so I never, um, I never sort of envisaged being uh, a manager or a general manager in, in, in my early career. Um, so, very much, there's an element of technical aspect to it. So, understanding how the business works um, from the science background, but um, I think really, you know, you've got to be quite an all-rounder in terms of. Um, I mentioned quite a lot about the financial aspect, mm-hmm. understanding the profit and loss of the business. Um, you've got to be a good people manager. Um, yeah. So one of the things that is, you know, is we're kind of getting onto the soft skills kind of thing. So you, you, you know, I went to university, did a lot of science-based um, work, and in, in, in the, that uh, background, but then you 
go into the into the management side of things, there's this emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. people, you know, uh, how you interact with people, like communication, you know, sort of problem solving, that kind of thing. So I think really, if you're looking for someone into the business, it, you've got to be uh, very much an all-rounder. Um, good technical knowledge, but the ability, you know, good people skills, like I mentioned before, um, uh, adaptability, etc. So it's, yeah, it's not, not a straight cut. I think if you go for some of the disciplines like engineering or, you know, uh, medical and stuff like that, where it's very much, you've got a very scripted kind of mm. journey or career path, uh, general managers and managers and, you know, at different levels have got quite different tasks, isn't it? I think it's uh, definitely the soft skills that are important. It's really interesting. Thank you. Okay. A slightly, um, sort of different outlook here what would you say are the the difficult aspects of your job that you didn't perhaps appreciate before you did it yeah well, i mean um on, you know it's been quite an interesting uh, period especially in the current period we're in um so there's, there's the prospect of having to make people uh you know cause redundancies and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but i think there's a lot of challenges in terms of um managing people um there's very rewarding aspects you know you get to see people coming through the business and you know progressing and getting mm-hmm. promotions etc and Taking on challenges, but there's also the, the performance management element and the, the quite difficult conversations that you have in terms of um, you know, managing conflict and stuff like that. Um, so for me, it's been um, I've had to go through the process of making some people redundant and mm. some people in terms of performance management. It's a very difficult conversation to have, um, but I think you know you learn you learn from it and you you you, know, you don't want to be doing it again. But if you did have to, then you you, know, you come out stronger by yeah by that process. So that's a difficult aspect of it. Um, I think the other thing is, you know, you get questioned a lot from, especially in a bigger organisation, about what, where do you, what's your forecast for where you're going to be, mm-hmm. where do you go with your strategy and that, um, and that's quite a difficult task. Um, you know, looking forward is quite, you know, there's lots of uncertainties, especially in the current climate. Obviously, um, so that's a that's a big challenge really for me. Thanks very much. Kate. That was that was really interesting. Now. Uh, Everybody who, who listens to these podcasts, you know, I do quite quite similar similar questions with everyone who does it. I've been desperate to ask Kirk this this particular last one, just because I find Kirk's sort of career so so interesting, really. Uh, Kirk, if you had to give sort of any advice um, to any sort of school leaver, to anybody who's interested um, in maybe pursuing the same sort of career as you, what what advice would you give them? Well, I think um, if I you know I always think about if I went back to, to you know start my career again, would I, what would I do differently? And I think. It's a, it's a massive decision in trying to just you know choosing what you want to do, whether it's a, an apprenticeship level and you know doing something practical or university, etc. But um, yeah, I think you've really got to follow something that you enjoy because if you can get a really good um, grounding in a subject that you enjoy, there's always going to be some kind of development role or management role that you're going to go through in the future. So so for me, it was environment uh, geography and environmental science, then moving to management. Um, and, you know, you, you can't really sort of go into a career thinking I want to be a manager you've got to have some kind of fundamental grounding I think mm-hmm. a good subject um, I think one looking you know you, there's a lot of pressure in people choosing a career and then sticking to it yeah you know I think we're not in that situation anymore we've got you know longevity people living long long lives these days I think people like you would be teaching have been kind of you know got a good chance of living over 100 so oh, fantastic not so much of like yeah, <laughs> it's not so much the case of you know you, you, you're three stage when you go to school education you work and you retire it's it's probably people are starting to change career you know two or three times in their, in their mm-hmm. lifetime so don't don't feel like the pressure that if you do you know you do choose a career that you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna have to stick at it you can always readapt and retrain etc i think you know three or four stages of people's career now so um 
I wouldn't get too hung up on on the journey. I think just choosing a subject that interests you, uh, that you can you'd be motivated to do, uh, that, that's the biggest challenge for you, I think. That was great. Well, thank you so much for your time, Kirk. Um, really, really useful, really, really interesting. Um, we'll be doing a few more of these listeners. Uh, I hope you're finding them useful. Um, if, if you are, you can go on the, the YouTube page and ask um, ask any questions or comments. We'll try to get back to you. Um, but thanks for listening.